Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Always love having on the program. He's a show regular, a show favorite, Alex Brill. He's with the American Enterprise Institute, AEI.org, one of my favorite think tanks, frankly. Uh, they're one of the few think tanks that seem to still be thinking in our current uh, political environment. <laughs> Not to be overly cynical, but I get very frustrated by the lack of clarity, objectivity, expansive thinking, and nuanced thinking that I think are all pre- prerequisites for quality think tanks. Doesn't mean they don't have a worldview. Doesn't mean they don't have uh, um, a bent ideologically. That, all that's okay. I just like honest players in that front. And increasingly, AI is one of the few honest players out there, in my opinion. Uh, Alex, uh, real quickly, uh, tell us what you do there at AEI, and uh, let's get into our topic today, which I think everyone's talking about, which is the reduction uh, we're finally seeing in inflation. Thanks, Kevin. Great to be with you. Um, yeah, I'm a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, and AEI is a, is a right-of-center think tank. It's an uh, organization where scholars um, believe in the, the positive powers of free market, um, but it, as, as you were describing, also one very empirically based. So we are we're very reliant on the evidence and the data um, to support our claims, and we take that data and that evidence um, wherever it may take us. Um, and so uh, um, I've, I've been there for, uh, gosh, now maybe 13 years or so. So it's a wonderful place, and I would encourage people uh, to look at, at my writings over at AEI.org and, and the writings of my colleagues as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's a phenomenal organization. I, I'm a huge fan. Um, let's talk about, again, the inflation discussion. We've had those conversations, uh, plenty of opportunity, haven't we, over the last year or so. And uh, now we are seeing some relief. And I don't want to be, you know, Kevin's an ideologue. He likes to beat up on Biden. No, I'd beat up on both sides. I'm pretty right of center and fairly pragmatic uh, with a libertarian streak. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of hard to pigeonhole. Um, I'm grateful to see some improvement in inflation. I just get worried that we uh, over-exaggerate. We don't understand why some of it's happening. One of the things I'm seeing in a lot of reports, I was reading on, at uh, Bloomberg, Bloomberg.com, uh, that uh, they were kind of shocked by the rate of it, which uh, brings a whole other set of fears. Um, and so people don't, I, a lot of people don't understand inflation trumps every other element in the economy. Uh, they'd rather have a recession, they, government, would rather have a recession than inflation any day of the week. And so how do you uh, create uh, a reduced inflation? By making an economy sick in certain ways. It's almost like chemotherapy. Uh, and if you do that too quick, you can have pretty far-reaching economic implications. That could be part of what's happening in this situation. I think everything should be looked at with as much clarity as possible. I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I think we have uh, good news out today. I mean, it's, it's good that inflation uh, today and for the last 12 months is lower than it was, say, 12 months ago. Um, we've had crazy inflation in the, in the not-too-distant future after a long period of time where prices were very stable. We had a, a long period of time um, where we did not have this kind of volatility in prices and this kind of um, spike in prices. Um, and I think we're making progress, but I think you're also right that, uh, that you know, the one month's data um, shouldn't tell us uh, that there's no more problem um, and that we have to dig uh, deep into the data to understand what, is, uh, what are the underlying factors. In this 
particular month, you know, we saw a decline in energy prices, always uh, welcomed by the consumer, of course. Um, you know, is that sustainable? I, I don't know. You know, I mean, things that one thing moves down one month, moves back up the next month. And so what we really want to find is, is a sustained period of time where we have inflation um, at or really ideally below um, the level that, we, that we're reporting out in the news uh, this morning. Yeah, and what is that data? Now that you mention it, I was too busy looking at the story without looking at the numbers. What are we looking at now? Yeah, so in the, in the past 12 months, um, inflation was uh, 3%. So from, from the previous June to the June that just ended, um, the overall consumer price index climbed uh, 3%. Um, and, uh, you know, when we go back, that's a 12-month change. When we go back a month before that, what we saw was a 4% uh, 4 increase. And what we would like to see is, you know, a two, two and a half percent uh, month, uh, year over year growth. Um, yeah, and so yeah, this and is that's much exciting, better right? than the nine percent that we had. Yeah, yeah you know, before this. 1973, you know, anything above one percent was scary. <laughs> it shows you how, how comfortable we've become with it. You know, uh, that means, uh, you know, at 2.5%, which is healthy uh, by the modern standards, in 10 years, whatever, your, your, the value of your money has decreased by 25%. Yeah, yeah. Just That's right. I mean, I mean, you know, the things that are really important here, I mean, one, low inflation is important. Two, steady and predictable inflation is really important. And so, you know, in the, in the last year or so, we've had neither of those things. We've had, you know, neither low nor predictable. Um, and uh, so now it's nice that inflation is much lower than it was. What we need to get to is the additional um, positive, which is something that's predictable and reliable. You know, five years ago, no one was talking about inflation. It, it may be higher than it was prior, you know, prior to the 70s, but we had very stable inflation for a really long time. We need to get back to a system that's, that's, um, that's more predictable because so many of our, of, our, of our elements of our economy, not to mention our banking center, not to mention our, 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 our interest rate structures, are based on expectations of future inflation. And if we can't predict that with some confidence, that is a real burden on a lot of segments of our economy. Yeah, you got to go back 20 years before there was ever even any serious talk about it. And that was laughable compared to, in some ways, compared to what we've been going through recently, the last year or two. It, it has felt a lot like uh, I, I was a young, you know, I was a teenager in the late 1970s when it all began, still looking for a job and standing in a line that went all the way around the building for a part-time job at a grocery store. I mean, it was really difficult, uh, Alex. And, uh, uh, you know, it didn't have that. I guess the one saving grace of this, uh, this situation is that uh, we had incredibly high employment rather than high unemployment like we had when I was a, when I was a kid. Uh, of course, that, created, that made it longer for the inflation to begin to calm down. And uh, I, I noticed a week ago a whole lot of talk about how there was a slowdown in hiring, uh, still robust, but a slowdown in hiring. And then here we have new inflation numbers that uh, reflect uh, maybe a connection. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a really a unique economic experience that we're having where the inflation numbers are so concerning and have been for, for uh, better now, but, you know, have been concerning for a significant period of time. And the labor market is, continues to do really quite well. And, yes, we, you know, we had a month last month that wasn't great relative to expectations, 
but we have a very low unemployment rate. We've had a lot of job growth, um, and 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 maybe that's easing, maybe that's softening. One would expect it to be easing and expect it to be softening as interest rates get higher and higher. That firms would start to cut back on some of their um, some of their hiring plans. Um, but but it's been quite remarkable how we've held up the labor market. Um, despite what we see going on in the, uh, with respect to, to prices. So what will the Biden administration be looking at? What are they looking at when it comes to all of this? And what should they be looking at but may not be looking at? Yeah, so, you know, there's a thing called the misery index, which is a very simple thing. You just add together the unemployment rate and the inflation rate, um, and when those, and when either one of those things is high, um, then we say we have a high misery index, and, and that tends to be, you know, that we have, uh, we have voters who are unhappy, either if there's high unemployment or high inflation or both. Um, and so I think the Biden administration is going to be keeping their eye on this misery index, and they're going to be trying to um, uh, hope that the unemployment rate remains low and that the inflation continues to, to decline. And if if the, those things happen, they will be claiming all the victory um, that they can. They will be claiming, trying to claim full responsibility for every piece of good economic news. That's not something that only President Biden would try to do. That's something that any president of any party always tries to of do, course. is claim 100% credit. Uh, which is very frustrating <laughs> to me because we have a largely free market economy. Um, it's the businesses that are responsible and the, and the workers and the consumers that are responsible for the, for those good uh, economic outcomes. Um, not the oh, yeah, it's in spite of government, not because of government. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, very good. Well, final thoughts uh, as we wrap it up. Uh, Alex uh, Brill, you, you know him over there at AEI.org, personal favorite, uh, fan favorite. We get a lot of positive feedback whenever you're on the show. Final thoughts, Alex. Yeah, so uh, I think we've got a, some good news out today on the employment, on the um, uh, inflation front, and we will see if that is uh, able to be sustained. Um, obviously, one, one good data point doesn't, does not create a trend, and so what we're really going to be watching is whether over the next few months we continue to have low and stable prices. And if that's the case, um, then, then we may be uh, entering into a new positive phase of the business cycle with respect to, to inflation. But I think it's too early to, to celebrate quite yet. Yeah, we definitely need it. Uh, the, there, you know, the use of expression that uh, Jimmy Carter used, there is a sense of malaise that uh, I hadn't really seen, frankly, since Jimmy Carter. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that uh, a part of it uh, has to do with this uncertainty. And so the more certainty, the better. Uh, this is good news. It'd be good for uh, businesses to feel good about what's going on economically. Uh, I've never, I haven't seen this kind of reservation in business, uh, business decision-making in literally decades. And so I think, uh, you know, I don't want to rain on the parade. I just want eyes wide open, which is why I bring someone like Elon, who is a very nuanced thinker, which is so necessary. Really appreciate you, Alex. Thanks for being for having me on the show. Always good to be with you. Always. Always. I'm Kevin Price. This is the Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.